Tetra was the first site that we introduced the infinite adjust system on the front end. With previous sites, we had what we call a hopscotch or plug and play type of scope housing, where you had to bolt the scope housing to the frame to find the correct location. The Tetra changed that with the infinite adjust system. So now, when you sight in your 20 yard mark, you can really fine tune by sliding the whole scope housing up and down in this channel system. That's probably one of the biggest features to the Tetra. Another key feature of the Tetra is Ninja Star yardage wheel. Getting a better hold on the yardage wheel, especially when you're hunting and you have heavier gloves on. The Tetra does have 100 yard capabilities with the yardage tape and that's to the yard. A couple other key features of the Tetra is you get both third and second axis for even more precision. But one of the key features as far as looks goes is we've updated the front end or the housing of the Tetra. So now you have a brighter, larger uh, scope ring which helps with peep alignment as well as a built-in scope level which is just more secure. The Tetra is available in a fixed frame bracket with, with three different mounting locations as well as a dovetail or tournament edition uh, so you can adjust the distance that the scope housing is away from your bow and the Tetra is also available in three different scope housing sizes. You get an inch and five eighths, an inch and three quarter, as well as a new four pin multiple pin head. All the heads are interchangeable. All the Tetras are compatible with any of our accessories. For more information, you can visit our website at www.hhasports.com. Hello, we're at the BATA show at uh, Veteran Innovative Products, uh, an all-American made and manufactured broadhead. So we've got a new one for 2020 called the Combat Veteran 4-Blade. As you can see, 4-Blades got a lot of the same high-quality materials we use with our original 2-Blade Veteran, but the Combat Veteran has a different deployment system. How it deploys is you just squeeze a little bit on your main blades, okay, those compress, and then the broadhead opens still has our momentum management compressible blade technology so the cutting diameter is inch and a quarter by two inches on this when deployed uh, in flight it's one inch by inch and a quarter another feature we added this year with these heads uh, is that you can exchange the bone breaching field point tip with a 125 grain setup if you would like so swap the tip out get you 125 grains instead of 100 which is big with those Western hunters. And then it's really simple to lock back in place, roll those blades up, and then it's a click, and another click on the other side. It's completely set in, will not prematurely deploy, will not rattle free, solid containment, 100% deployment every time. So we've made a lot of good adjustments and refinements to it to make sure that it's guaranteed to deploy every single time. So that's what's new for VIP this year. We would like to just take a second to help you make the final decision on your new Kydex holster. We the People offers all American-made holsters designed for everyday carry. Whether it's inside the waistband or outside, these holsters are made with quality and don't break your bank like other high-end holster companies. And plus, they offer free shipping on all orders in the USA. So go have a look, and while you're at it, check out what else they have to offer. Merch link in bio. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bucks of America Podcast uh, Cooking. I'm your host, Jeff Vance here, and... My guest tonight is Clay Wells. He's got a recipe all prepared for us. He's got a good primary cut of meat that he wants to talk about. And, and uh, 
I just gave him some inspiration on how to organize his uh, thoughts behind this whole process. So I don't, I haven't even read the the recipe yet. So I'm, I am going into this blind just like y'all are. So I'm looking I'm excited. I'm gonna turn the mic over to uh, Clay here. So tell us about your 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 recipe, your dish. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's basically a, it's kind of a combination of a couple of different ones that I found online. Um, but with the marinade, I use a half cup of of olive oil. Uh, three quarters cup of soy sauce, a mm-hmm. half a cup of uh, lemon juice, a quarter cup of Worcestershire sauce. And then uh, I do basically with the, the salt and the, the lemon pepper, I don't really, I usually don't really measure it. I just kind of do it to taste. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But uh, with, with the recipe is two and a quarter teaspoons of sea salt and one teaspoon of lemon pepper. And I usually put that, um, just in a gallon freezer bag All right. pour pour it all in there together and, uh, and mix it up. And then I'll my, with my back straps, when I, when I cut them, put them in the freezer, they're only about, you know, eight inches long or so. So a couple of those fit in that gallon bag really easily. And so I just stick those in there and put it in the fridge overnight. Um, and then when I'm ready to get it going, I, I get my smoker going and I usually set that, I set that to 225. Um, I use a, a pit boss pellet grill for that. And that's been pretty nice to use being able to set the temperature a lot better than my old, uh, charcoal one that I that I was attempted to use before. Okay. Um, now what, uh, what do you use for smoking? Um, for the pellets, I usually use the, the apple wood when I'm doing my deer. That's a good choice right there. I've always liked, uh, um, mesquite. It's always been one of my favorite, but that's a good choice, right? That's my second favorite. Yeah. I'll do mesquite sometimes too. Yeah. With that, when, I, oh, when I'm getting the smoker warmed up, I'll get the backstrap out of the marinade. My favorite thing that I found to put on it now is that, uh, Traeger prime rib rub. Ooh. Delicious. And, uh, so I put that, that's what I put on it. And, uh, and then I wrap it in bacon, stick it on the smoker once it's up to temperature and I'll leave that in there for, you know, about two hours, roughly. Uh, I always put a temperature probe in there. So, and with that, you can just do it. You can pull it out when it's at your temperature you want, you know, what does it say? You know, if you still want that nice red, like medium rare look, you take it out at 135. If you want more of a medium, 145. And if you want it cooked to death, you get it up to 160 <laughs> in there. Yeah, that is that is pretty much eat rubber. But I usually pull it around 140. Yeah, that's what I like. 130, 140, right around that 140. Then uh, I don't know what you, if you've done it, but I've taken it. Up, uh, once pull out smoker, I'll throw it in some tin foil and throw it in a cooler. Yep. Man, it's like a little less soak. Yep, that's exactly what I do. Yeah, it's so worth the extra, that extra fit. Now, how long do you do it? I'll tell you how long I do it for mine. Usually five to 10 minutes. Okay. I do it 15. It's just that's what I've been advised. One of my other previous guests, David Wooten, uh, was on. He, that's what he likes to do. So I, uh, I, that's what I've learned to do now. It's like I think that drills a really good job trapping all the heat back into it. And then you can use that uh, uh, leftover juices that come out of it as, uh, as an issue. Oh, yeah. I'll always take them after I cut it up and cut them up and kind of lay over the pieces that are cut. I'll take the foil and I just 
pour that over top of them as it's laying on the cutting board. So oh, yum. get a little bit of that juice on it. <laughs> oh, that's, that is so fun. Like, I don't, I like this past year, I've done a lot of charcuterie with venison since it's such a, it's such a, a prime cut of meat, you know, and I, when I'd host with friends and such, and it's like, it's, I'm always excited about what people's reactions are going to be to it. And then we pair it with some cheese and some uh, crackers and stuff. Since we're then you get in a little bit more of a variety of it all. And then some sliced uh, mm-hmm. salami and such, just to kind of create that d- unique dynamic to it all. Yeah. Well, like uh, my uh, my wife and I don't know if her parents ever really ate venison before or not, but I've made it for them a few times. My wife won't eat it, but her parents liked it. All my kids like it, so that that makes me happy. All I haven't had a single one of my kids turn down any of my venison. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! That is always a good thing. My daughter, I've got, well, as soon as she got teeth, we started feeding her venison and pheasant and rabbit and such. So it's whether she kind of has a uh, um, a good palatable. So this way, she doesn't feel afraid about trying new things. You know, it's we, we go yep. through we go through spurts. Like, uh, like I don't like this or something like that. It's like, yeah, you do. Or oh, yeah. or they go. Um, I've never had this before. It's like yeah, you have. Or it's like or they'll want to try something new. Uh, so I'm just like just yeah, like you know you just ate that last week. Yeah, right. You, you can't tell me you don't like it. <laughs> she does have a. She has very uh, uh, what's I'm looking for. Very sensitive palate. So I can't be it too spicy. So I have to make it. I have to be very um, exact in how much spice I put into it. But I always I, I tend to make her something separate so this way then everybody else will have what i want them to have then she can have what she likes well that's that's something for me um you know when i was growing up i was the picky eater of my family Mm -hmm. and and i can't do spicy food either hot hot stuff just i can't do it not my cup of tea so i i don't do much of that i like to have really flavorful things to me spicy stuff just hurts (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to make it spicy. It's just, I, I use um, uh, pepper flakes. That seems to add a nice little bite to the meat where it's not overwhelming and it's still pl- uh, mm-hmm. palatable. Yep. And uh, that, that's a really – now, when you prepare this, do you typically just do this for the family or do you like to have guests over when you when you go the, to the lengths to put something like this together? Some of both. Um, you know, a lot of times, I mean, I'll, I'll cook it for, for just our family and then I'll have leftovers for lunch at work all week. Otherwise, yeah, like I said, we've had her parents over. Um, I've had friends over a couple of times. So I always like to, I like to do some deer meat for people when they're coming over, mm-hmm. especially if they've never had it before. Oh, that's awesome. Same here. I have always enjoyed doing, especially like my favorite one I want to introduce to people is uh, deer shish kebabs, taking up a nice uh, uh, ham hock there and just cut it all up and cube it up, put it on the on a skewer. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but yeah, that's uh you know, I've loved it, especially ever since I've gotten this pellet grill. Um, I, I almost use it more than my old propane grill now uh, for a lot of things. Even if I'm not smoking something for a few hours, I'll sometimes I'll just throw burgers on it because it just gives it that extra flavor, too. That's what a lot of people have dr- are been uh, drifting towards them because of the versatility of the tool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's great. You can... Yeah, if I'm throwing some burgers on there, I'll just crank the temperature up to like 400, 450 and and let it go and they'll they'll cook almost as fast as they did on my propane and and I don't have to worry about flare-ups either. So that's kind of nice. That is a, that's a big win. That's a very big win right there. But yeah, that's uh that's one of my favorite things to to cook those, you know. Of course the backstrap's always always good 
basically no matter how you make it, but that's that's how I like making it. That's perfect, man. I like that. It sounds really good. I'm looking forward to hopefully get a deer, and I, want, I like doing the uh, doing a full neck roast and smoking that. Oh, my word, I made some last year. It just turned out delicious. Yeah. Well, I just finished cutting up my buck from last weekend on uh, Sunday, so okay. um, I've gotten my first meat out of first meal out of them already. So that was good. Yum! It's nothing like that first meat. It that first cut of meat, it's just absolutely delicious. Oh, yeah. uh, what do you now? Do you do all the processing yourself, or do you pay somebody to do it? Um, I do majority of it. I did uh, basically the only thing I do is uh, uh, I'll, I'll take about. 20 pounds or so to a, a local guy here to make me some sticks. But other than that, uh, I've been doing it all here. La before I, before season last year, last year, my wife got me a meat grinder for my birthday. So we started doing the burger and everything. Oh, that's, that's, that's my last thing I need to buy as a grinder. Yep. It's just where that I throw it. But uh, right now I have uh, my, my roommates, uh, dad has a nice uh, KitchenAid grinder and, uh, that's just chews up the meat so quickly. It's, it's, it's nice. And we don't mix it. We don't pre-mix it. We don't mix anything together with it. We leave the venison separate. Yep, then this way we find something inspirational. We'll, we'll throw something with it. I've even taken the Jimmy Dean's uh, maple sausage and mix with it all. That is something else. I'll tell you what. I like, yeah, I like mixing it with, uh, with, uh, with breakfast sausage for my, with my eggs. Um, I'll, I'll do oh, like, yum. do like half pork sausage and a half ground venison and and put that in there with my eggs so that's that's really good perfect man that's awesome well we, we i think we I'm, I'm getting hungry here so i think we're on the same boat here about having some good food anyways uh is there anything else you want to conclude with tonight's podcast uh, i think that's all i got Awesome. P perfect. Then, well, thank you, Clay, for coming on, sharing us some, your, your recipe and talking about your, this, this past 2021 season. And it's great having you on, man. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.